Hello and welcome to She Boss Talk. I am Shante Arradi coming to you today to talk specifically uh, to you all about updates regarding the IDOL grant and the IDOL loan programs. Uh, I continue to get so many uh, messages and questions and concerns uh, regarding the program. Uh, I definitely want to walk through all of the latest news and updates, uh, show you uh, and teach you how to overcome some of the challenges, uh, some of those uh, rejections that are out there or denials, those of you that are still stuck. Uh, in the process, those of you that are still waiting on the pro on the process to complete itself so that you can get approved and funded uh, for your business. We know this is a time, you know, we're still in COVID, you know, I would say it, more than 67% of businesses are still struggling. Uh, even more than that are still looking uh, for funding, still trying to get uh, funded. Uh, and there are definitely gaps uh, in there. And so we need to help you all get uh, to the, the relief that you need for your businesses. I mean, we cannot have a growing and thriving economy if we do not have growing and thriving small businesses. So uh, that's why I continually come on here. That's why I continually advocate uh, and share information, education and resources uh, with all you entrepreneurs and small business owners out there. So before I get started, just want to welcome you in as always. Let me know who you are. You know, where are you hailing from? What is your business, especially if you are new to the show. Uh, if you have not subscribed, do subscribe to our channel. If you are uh, enjoying our content, if you want to be kept up to date uh, on the latest happenings, but not just that, if you really want to know how to uh, how to uh, pivot your business, how to be able to scale your business, get access to the funding you need, uh, generate multiple streams of income, right? Take your business to the next level. This is the channel for, for you. We do not give you fluff here. Uh, we really teach you. We're action oriented. Uh, so we're not about excuses. We're about connecting you with the resources and tools and then having you take the action that you need on behalf of your business. Okay. Uh, so no one said that this, the processes are easy. We all, if you're an entrepreneur, small business owner, you know that uh, we're real resilience. We go through a lot of ups and downs, a lot of hills and valleys. We all know this, uh, but we always come out on the other side. So uh, let this be a motivation for you not to give up. I don't care where you are in the process. I don't know how, I care how long you've been uh, struggling through the challenge, through the process. Don't give up on the process and don't give up on yourself and don't give up on your business. Okay. So do give this a thumbs up right? Show us some love, hit that love button. So more people uh, see this program, share, share with your peers. There are still too many millions, too many millions of businesses that still need help, still don't even know about these programs, don't know how to fill out the applications. I can't tell you how many inboxes, I, how many um, emails I get, how many comments I get with uh, questions and challenges uh, and pleas of desperation. It's heartbreaking. I'm getting messages in my Facebook inbox, on our business page inbox, on our Instagram inbox, because business owners need help. They need to, they need help and they need to know what their options are. They don't even know what their options are. So that is why I am here. So I will allow time uh, to, so I'm gonna get through the, the latest news and updates and ask your questions in the comments. I'm going to do Q and A uh, today. So I try to help you answer questions, point you in the right direction. As always, resources are in the show notes. 
in the uh, video description and will be pinned to the comments uh, after the broadcast. Uh, you will see that I have put the emails uh, that you need if you are going through the reevaluation process for the grant, the reconsideration process for the loan. And if you've gotten to the place of funded and you got the error, we talked about that before, and you're still in limbo because uh, your bank rejected it uh, uh, for some reason, there's multiple reasons that could have happened and you're still in limbo, there is a specific email address that you contact uh, specifically for that. So you wanna make sure that you're contacting SBA, but not just contacting SBA, making sure that you're using the correct numbers and the correct emails based on the program that you are applying for, okay? Um, so I, I know that uh, based on the emails that I get, I know it's confusing. So a lot of you are asking questions or thought you got denied for one thing, uh, and you got denied for another. Understand the IDLE program is administered by the SBA. There are two, actually three programs. There is the IDLE loan. That is the main uh, program. There's the IDLE loan. Then there's the new targeted IDLE uh, advance or grant. Advance or grant are the same thing. Free money for your business don't have to be paid back. Then that is up to $10,000 max, okay? So up to 10,000. Then there's the supplemental targeted idle advance, which is the five thousand, the additional $5,000 that you could potentially qualify for uh, under the program. So what I really want to start with is the last video that I did was uh, idle for all, okay, with question marks, okay, uh, because a director of the SBA uh, was interviewed and said that the uh, th they will be expanding the program. So it has already been expanded, but what he said was, or what he allegedly said, okay, based on the reporter, is that it will be the SBA will be opening it up uh, to small businesses outside of low-income communities. So I get a lot of uh, emails from those that are in low-income community uh, uh, that are outside of low-income communities that have been denied and are frustrated because they got denied. I just got an email. I mean, people are sharing their entire story. I mean, it's just like desperate pleas. Like I've done everything. I don't know what else to do. Like I'm just, I can't get through. And it's not fair that I can't, I'm missing out on up to $15,000 because I live around the block or I live across the street from what on the map I'm showing that I live in a low income and they're saying that I don't. Right. So I know how frustrating uh, that can be. Uh, going through the process. Uh, and so they said that they were going to expand it. They've gone back and forth on, so it's confusing. So you've probably some, seen uh, some other videos that came out that said there's maybe some uh, discrepancies. Uh, they The newspaper is expected to recant the story. Here's the bottom line. The fight continues. There are not only myself, there are other of my peers. There's uh, even, even uh, state representatives and congressmen and women who are still uh, fight advocating to get more funding for small businesses and to get us our full ten thousand dollar I mean, dollars. I mean, there was there are bills that are actually in place uh, that would give the full ten thousand dollars, regardless of your low income. If you're in low income community, regardless if you uh, experienced a thirty percent decrease in gross revenue, that fight continues, and I know it's a long way. Okay, the, the fight to get where we are was a long way, right? Like I waited over a year and a half to get my $15,000.
so I'm happy that I did it. But I, you know, I can't just, I'm not just satisfied because all the up uh, there's so many other small businesses don't, don't yet have theirs. So if, if there are any changes to the program, let me explain how that works. The SBA doesn't just on their own do it. They actually have to work, work with the current administration and Congress to make it happen. That's why I continually say all of us, all of us have to continue to advocate and what I mean and use our power and use our voices. I mean, every single one of us need to be blowing up the phone lines of our governors, of our mayors, our city council members, our congressional members, their congressional members that serve in the House and the Senate and that serve every single state. You need, in your state, you need to be blowing up their phone lines. You need to be emailing them, bombard them. They, they get so frustrated with them bombarding, they're going to, again, bring Ms. Gunsman, who's the head of the SBA, back and say, what is going on? You know, they had a hearing a couple of weeks ago. I, talk, I talked about that and, and the progress and uh, small business is going to speak on behalf of all of us about the challenges and what we need as small business owners. We need all of us to do that. So if you think that there's nothing else you can do, that is something that you can do. It's not just one of us. It's, it's all of us multiply. Then it you could go to Twitter. Uh, some of you all, you are our PR people or you've been on the news. You have news contacts. Take it to the news. Okay? So that's what I'm trying to do. I have the, That's why I use this platform. Uh, but I even need to be on more on more uh, uh, platforms uh, talking about this and, and seeing, seeing what we can do to get a solution. Okay, this is not the only program that is challenged and faulty. There's a number of different uh, programs that we just need to keep pushing, keep using our voice, keep using our power until the next action happens. And then the next action happens. That's how we've gotten to where we are. Yes, it's slow moving, but it's progress. And I know it's frustrating because the bottom line is, is people are on their last leg. Businesses. I we're counting on money that is just waiting. It's on hold. I, so I, un, I understand that. I, so believe me, I understand because I've been through it. But I want you to know that that's how the process works. So I, even in my video, I didn't promise that they would. I said that this is something that is coming because uh, there's still billions of dollars uh, remaining uh, in the, uh, in the, for the targeted idle uh, grant program and loan, and loan program. Okay, so there's still many billions of dollars remaining uh, uh, in the program to be given out, even with the ones that are still in the pipeline, those that have already been funded, those that are in the pipeline. This is one of the most important things that I'll say. I've said this before. Um, you know, I, although the, the SBA is uh, slow moving and there's many in the pipeline, there are still many of you and, and some of you that are watching right now, you haven't even applied to the program. The SBA, okay, so let me go back and talk about the numbers. So around 1.6 uh, million have applied. Um, of those, I think 193, a little bit above 193,000 uh, have been funded. So we know that the program, the, the process has been slow moving. Um, and so a big part of that is limited uh, loan officers and as well as tax transcripts. Uh, tax transcripts that 4506T that you requested to sign is to verify you have valid 
and verifiable tax records on file with the IRS, okay? And so they have to be able to verify that. Uh, but of those that have applied, one only 193,000 have been funded, uh, but that is uh, uh, up from uh, the last report. So this report is based on June the 24th was the last report that the SBA put, put out. Uh, prior to that, uh, the last one that I saw there, uh, the last one that I looked at was uh, the end of May. Uh, it was up by 65000 a little bit over $65,000. And then for the supplemental grant, uh, 127,000 applicants have been funded, approved and funded for the supplemental $5,000 grant. Uh, and that is up by 58000 uh uh, 50,000 uh, applicants that have been approved and funded through the program. Uh, so again, there's still many more applicants to be approved uh, and there's still more that need to be applying to the program. So what I want you to do, if you if you have not uh, applied, uh, please check your, in, your inbox, check your spam folder, check your promotional folders that you have. Go into your settings if you don't have these uh, folders that are populated, but spam is usually uh, a standard uh, folder that is in your, e in your emails. Uh, but sometimes you just have to go into your settings and say you wanna see your promotional folder. And you'll probably be surprised you see like uh, multiple emails from the SBA and probably other missed opportunities that are there. Uh, I check my spam folder every day. And I say, come on here and say this because the SBA has sent out mass reminder invites since the first invite to small business owners, letting you know that you could potentially be eligible and inviting you to apply to the program. And so few, based on the number that they have sent out, very few have actually applied to the program. And so most of you that are applying saying, well, you might say who cares, but I mean, I care because you're like, I'm in the pipeline. Why, why don't they like work on my application? Uh, but I want to get to those two that have not even uh, applied or thought to apply or didn't think they were qualified. Uh, so an example, especially self-employed individuals, those that are maybe gig workers, independent contractor, 1099 workers, and you just, you know, you didn't or did get your thousand dollars in 2020, uh, you got denied for the loan and you just, you know, didn't think anything else of it or just didn't think you qualified. I actually consulted with um, uh, a business owner this week. Uh, she is a, a self-employed uh, individual and um, she wasn't applying. She got an invite, but just didn't think she qualified because she didn't have employees, W-2 employees. So what I said is, if you're thinking that you need W-2 employees to qualify for the targeted idle grant, you do not, and you need to apply. Don't just assume you're not qualified. Look, apply and let them tell you you're not qualified. Don't just don't leave up to $15,000 on the table just because you're just not shooting your shot. Like, give it a shot. The worst thing that they could say is no, or you get a denial. Okay, then you move on to the next thing. No, you can actually appeal denials depending on what it is, right? So, but those that have not applied, I know you have peers because I have peers that said that they're going to share, continue to share information with peers they know. You know people that applied to the program in 2020. 
Ask them, have you applied for the new targeted uh, idle advance grant? Did the SBA send you an invite? Have you checked your email? Have you checked your inbox and your spam folder? Please, it takes us all. I, I mean, as many people as I reach, I cannot reach everybody. And there's still millions, again, that have not, they're sitting in their, their inbox uh, and they qualify, but they have not applied for the program. And the SBA, they they are they really want to target low uh, the low income communities. They're standing by that. Uh, they even recently uh, spoke about that. And I understand those that are not in the low income communities. The bottom line is that everybody that applied in 2020, this is just right. Everybody that applied in 2020 that had a legitimate successful application, whether you were denied for the loan or not, if you check that box that said you wanted the 10,000, you should get the 10,000 without the extra, without the extra requirements. So, you know, I don't know who was behind making the decision. I mean, these requirements are great. I would say, go back and get the people that should have gotten it in the first place. Then you can put these, uh, then have these new targeted requirements. But to not give it to people that should have gotten it in the first place, because it was the law that said, the CARES Act law said that we were supposed to get $10,000. So even though I got mine, I still had to do extra work that I shouldn't have had to do, really. Because the law said within three days, we should have had our $10,000, and we didn't. Then they parsed it out, $1,000 per employee. Okay? So now they're going back with this new program, and it's not based on how many employees you have. It's basically if you meet the requirements for the ten thousand, well, you get the ten thousand match or the balance thereof, depending if you got money or not. I did not, so I got the full ten. And you have to be in a low-income community as per the IRS code. You must have three hundred employees or less, W two employees. If you don't have W-2 employees, you are an employee of one. You just count yourself as one employee, okay, for the purposes of this program, okay? And then you must you must be able to show and prove you have a 30% decrease in gross revenue between a, taking a period in 2020, comparing it to that same period in 2019 to qualify for the, for the uh, I, targeted idle grant. And then for the supplement, you must have 10 employees or less. So somebody just asked me uh, yesterday, you know, uh, what if I have more than 10 employees? If you have more than 10 employees, it means you don't qualify. These are just the, re these are the requirements. So is it, it's either you do meet it or you don't meet it. So it, to get the supplemental 5,000, you need 10 employees or less. Now, it, the 10 employees or less is there because most of those that are 10 employees or less have been left out of a lot of the funding, including state funding, by the way. A lot of them are excluded. A lot of businesses are excluded because they don't have employees, which is ridiculous, in my opinion. Okay? So you have to have 10 employees or less, and then you have to show a 50% decrease in gross revenue and still be in a low-income community. So you can be approved for the targeted idol and be denied for the supplemental idol uh, grant. Not everybody will get the supplemental grant. It's $5 billion. It's still a ton of money uh, remaining to qualify for it. But it's $5 billion that is reserved for 1 million applicants who will be approved. Okay? 
so there's a lot to uh, explain, but I'm just trying to think of the questions that people ask me on a regular basis. And I know you all have the <laughs> same questions. So somebody asked me the other day, okay, if they call you, how would I know? How would you know that they call? They will leave a, a, a voicemail. It is up to you to check your voicemails and to, to make sure you have you provided the proper number that you're checking that number and following up. Because I, I've said this before, when they called me, uh, they they will also follow up with the email. That's what they that's how they did uh, for for me. But they only gave you a few days, a, a timeline to return their call to go through the verification process. That is the step you go through before you're actually approved. Okay, so you're in process. The process, the goal is to get you, uh, get you the, the determination within 21 days. It may be 21 days, it may be more than 21 days, and for many, it is more than 21 days. My process went quicker than many, uh, that are still waiting, uh, in the, in the queue. Uh, but if you have your have your portal, even if you don't, you can call for a status uh, with the SBA. But in your portal, you can see there's sections for your loan. There's a section for the old idol. There's a section for the targeted idol. And there's a section for the supplemental idol grant. And it has statuses in there. Because some of you get confused with the correspondence you're receiving. Uh, you may get a correspondence that say you're denied. You're denied for the loan. And you think you're denied for the grant. Uh, make sure you're reading through the, the email. Make sure you're looking at your portal. Um and you know what is going on with the different stages of your application. The, the loan is processed separately from the grants, okay? And if you're applying, if you're a newer applicant, they change the process. So now you apply for the targeted. You apply for the supplemental at the same time you apply for the targeted. So once you get the invite, you click on the button and go into your application. It will be a line item there, that a question that would say, I want to be considered uh, for the, uh, do you want to be considered for the supplemental targeted idle grant? And you will say yes. Okay. You will say yes, that you want to be considered. Now, uh, if you are denied, if you have been denied for any reason, let me know. So if you have a challenge with the denial, please put it in the comments. Okay. So if you've been denied, there is a new process. Uh, someone didn't know, someone earlier in the process when they first launched this in February, did, they didn't have the uh, reevaluation, which is an appeal process, right? You get denied, you don't agree, uh, you think there's an error, you, you now can appeal. In the beginning, you couldn't. So those people in the beginning that got denied have no clue until they see this my, my program that they can actually uh, appeal and go back and get that money. Okay. So if you're one of those that apply earlier in the program and you were denied, uh, you have an opportunity to submit a request for evaluation. Uh, now you can submit multiple reevaluation. My thing, my, my, what I would encourage you to do is try to get, you want to make sure you're addressing the denial and make sure that you submit everything that you need. So you're not going back and forth. You can request a resubmit a reevaluation up until they say that it is the final decision. If they say it's final, it's final. Okay. If they say it's final, it's final. Uh, but the email you in your email correspondence, which you should be saving, is the email. Uh, they will let you know where you can send correspondence to and where you can send the request for reevaluation. But it, I also have it in the show notes and uh, description. 
uh, for you all here. Okay. Um, so the idle loan, if you have not applied, first of all, in order to get to the grant, you have to have a first apply for the idle loan. Okay. So it first opened up, you know, for phase one, those had received partial, uh, those, if this is for everybody that applied to the program in December 20, uh, in 2020 by December 27, 2020. Uh, and what you all don't, a lot of you all don't know is when you applied to the program, you did apply for the loan and you applied for the advance. If you check the box, you applied for both. Okay. Uh, and so some of these terms people get confused with because they don't understand these terms. Okay. So you apply for both of the programs. Uh, so it was only open to those that applied December 27, 2020 or before. It has been expanded. See, things expand. They did expand it. They expanded uh, the program uh, to include new applicants. But how do you get the, how do you get to apply for the grant? You must first apply for the loan. And I encourage you, first of all, business owners apply for the loan. It is not a forgivable loan, but they have great terms. The businesses need funding right now. I can't tell you how many businesses don't know the options that they have. They need to get access to funding to keep their business going, to pay their employees, to get that building that they need, to expand to whatever they need to do to be able to recover, to get more PPE equipment, right? To expand outside of the building, right? For brick and mortars or restaurants. So there's all different reasons. And I went through that. I did five top reasons the other day of why small business owners need funding. If you have not seen that video, go check it out, right? So it's called, businesses need money outside of COVID, right? But if you need SBA COVID relief funding, they have the disaster. They have still plenty of money left. This program is set to end December 31st of 2021, okay? December 31st of 2021, uh, it is a, these are longer term loans. That's why the disaster loans, 30 year maturity, a uh, for-profit is 3.75%. Of uh, a nonprofit is 2.75%. Uh, there are many that need that want the loans, have applied for the loans, uh, and many that are seeking to get an increase. Now, my understanding is the approvals, new new loan applicants are being approved uh, relatively quickly. It has been slow moving, but the pace is being picked up uh, for the increases. Uh, based on my report, um, I'm I'm only showing that there were eleven thousand, but again, we're past. This is based on the last report. Uh, so there's some estimates that twenty two thousand have been, but based on the last report, it was an increase of eleven thousand. Uh, uh, that that's for the uh, new loan approvals, but for the increases was near thirty thousand. Okay, so they're up in the pace, but it's still not as quick as a lot of you all would like. So if you have applied for your loan increase, let me know what your status is in the comments. Have you been approved? Did you get the funding or are you still waiting? And if you're still waiting, how long have you been waiting to get your increase? Now, if you have applied for the increase, um, you know, one of my uh, peers who had emailed me mentioned this, uh, and I already knew this because a lot of uh, my peers are talking about it is that the increase, some of your increases are being denied based on credit. So the loan, idle loan, they do pull your credit. It is based on your credit. Uh, SBA's credit um, target is around uh, 570. 
if you've been approved for a, a idle loan and your credit is under five, 570, please let me know in the comments. But people often ask, what is the target uh, credit score requirement? Um, and that is the requirement. Uh, and so when you're going and asking for the, the increase, now is coming back and saying you're denied because uh, even though you were funded before, is saying that you're denied because of credit, okay? Uh, but guess what? Just like you went through the reconsideration process on your, on your loan to overcome that denial, uh, do go through the reconsideration process uh, if you're denied for your increase as well. Um, you know, they have, they do, they are bringing on new, uh, new specialists. These, uh, many of them are contracted, uh, specialists, uh, but that is a reason why they are denying. It's like, okay, you approved me in the first, in the, for the first one. Uh, and now you, you deny me for the increase and you've already approved. Yeah. So that's, that, that's, that's, that I know that's frustrating. Okay. Uh, but it's valuable. The increase is valuable for the business owner because they limited the, the amount of funding business owners could get. You, so you were supposed to get a we up to two, up to 2 million. They lowered that all the way down for all businesses. The max you could get was 150,000 that people needed. A business is needed and had to close their doors because they couldn't get enough funding. Okay. So they increased it to 500,000 dollars and they're expected to soon raise it they want to raise it up to the two million there's still billions of month of dollars left in the idle program uh the thing is is that that doesn't matter if it can't get to the business owners uh that need it and need it and get it in time before their business close or they have a severe negative uh impact where they can't they it's hard for them to overcome it okay um, but you know, that's where, that's where we are The I would, if you, if you need funding, I do encourage you to apply for the idle loan. Uh, and, uh, like I said, new approvals are, I'm understanding is going much quicker than that, the, the increases that are being requested. Um, I've talked about also there are alternatives to idle, um, and PPP funding, uh, I offer funding solutions. I've been able to help uh, small business owners get funded because they need funding now for a number of different reasons, even unrelated to COVID, right? It doesn't matter what the business is. Every, every business has been impacted in some way uh, by the COVID-19 uh, pandemic, okay? Everyone, every business, every business. And so we just need our leaders and those decision makers to, to really understand that. Um, so I, I know it can be frustrating, but again, they have expanded it, uh, the grant program, but you must apply for the loan first. You do not, you are not required, first of all, to accept the loan to get the grant. Uh, if you're denied the loan, you can still get the grant. It has absolutely nothing to do with if you get the grant. If you're denied on credit for the loan, you would not be denied on credit for the grant. The grants don't even evaluate your credit. It's not a loan because they're not they're not loaning you the money. It's is is free money. It's money that you don't have to pay back. Okay, uh, but there are requirements as far as what you can and cannot use your grant money and loan money for. Uh, now, if you have not checked out my video on the do's and don'ts of using idle funds, 
you should go check out that video uh, on our channel. Okay, because that's really important a question that people were asking me earlier in 2020 uh, because people are not clear on what they need to use the money for. Uh, and especially uh, a lot of sole proprietors uh, that have applied for these programs uh, that don't have business accounts, right? They're really not uh, handing their, handling their business as a business. Uh, they're using their personal accounts and they just, you know, somebody just told them they could just get grant money and they just, you know, spend it on per personal uh, use. That is not what it's for. It is to help your business recover from the COVID-19 pandemic to get you back to where you were prior to COVID-19 happening. Okay. So I just want to make sure that is clear. Um, my understanding also is that the SBA is looking to an alternative for the tax transcripts. For, so for those of you that don't know, again, I said one of the biggest holdups and reasons for denials uh, of the grants and of the loans is the tax transcript, because that is what the, that is a fraud uh, um, deterrent, number one. Uh, where they can actually uh, get the information direct on your taxes, on your business, uh, from directly from the IRS. But we know the IRS is behind like 20 million, uh, 20, 20 uh, million tax returns. Uh, and just, just because they received them doesn't mean that your taxes are in their master file. And if you filed your 2019 taxes late, uh, then it will not register in the in the file. So someone asked me about this, I believe, yesterday um, because they got the request. They have filled out the information. They got to the point where they got the request for them to fill out or sign the 4506T uh, form. Uh, but it's like uh, validating that it's on record, okay? So if it's not, you will get denied. And so again, like I said, they're working or seeing if there's some alternative because that is not your, if your tax records are on file and the IRS hasn't processed them, that is not your fault. Uh, and you should not have to miss out on a grant because they haven't processed your, your tax return. They're behind on, on a lot of things, um, but that's what they're doing. Uh, so stay tuned for, for that update. That's why I say, if you've been denied appeal, uh, and if you've been denied for a reason, if, if you think that they're incorrect or it's been an error or or you a lot of times uh, entrepreneurs and business owners provide the incorrect information. You so you uploaded the wrong document or to the wrong area uh, or you didn't calculate correctly. I get so many people that still don't they don't understand how to uh, use the table to determine the 30% decrease. They're not, they have not even, they have not even tracked their sales to even know what numbers to put in there. If you haven't, and then the SBA is going to look at it against your tax returns, what you're saying. Likewise with the loan and the increase, because some of you all submitted numbers and is way off from what you initially reported. And that throws up a red flag. And that they would not, and you would not, you would be denied. You would not get, you would not get an increase. Okay. And again, some of you applied and you, you submitted your tax returns, but your tax returns only show W-2 income. If your tax returns only show W-2 income, you will be denied and rightfully so, 
because this is for businesses. Understand if you get paid and you are not on someone's payroll getting a W-2 form, you have a business. That is considered a business. Okay. That is considered a business. But if you don't have it on your tax returns, then, or you just, you work in your business and you just didn't put it on your tax returns, your accountant said don't, I don't know what, who you're, you, a lot of you all are hiring accountants, tax, tax professionals that don't know what they're doing. They're messing it all up for you. Uh, unfortunately, I'm hearing all kind of stuff. I was just on a call just before this. And they were talking about, because we, we are trying to get people, uh, businesses funded, and, and we can no longer uh, process sole proprietors, right? They don't have business accounts. They don't have income coming in, consistent income coming into their business. I have one lady tell me she's been in business since 2018 and haven't made a, a, any money. If you have not made any money in your business, you have not suffered an economic loss. You just have not. So why are you trying to get money? You need to be focused on getting your business in order so you can start generating sales in your business. This is for those that have generated sales in their business. And we were shut down, cut off, lost clients, had to cancel events and all types of things due to the COVID-19 pandemic. So, I, you know, for some people, I don't think they understand that. They're like, why, why can I, why, why can I get this money? Why, why am I getting denied? Uh, do I really need my, my taxes? Yes. Because so many businesses got, so many people got the grant that should not have ever gotten it. That should have went to the, some of you all in the comments that are still waiting. Right? You must start working on getting your business in order. And I can't say that enough. Take the steps. Get your business incorporated. Get your EIN number. Get Set up a business bank account separate from your personal. And I don't mean another personal account. I mean a, a legitimate business account in your business name. Otherwise, you will continue to be left out of a lot of these programs and programs that are uh, com coming forward. There are more programs that are coming out. But if you don't, and the ones that have these personal accounts have had the most problems. I, I know some of you all have been able to overcome it with Cash App and you have time, but uh, these, these types of uh, cash apps and things, they, they're not set up for a business, it's for personal use. And if they see you only have a little bit of money here and they see this big $15,000 check, that is a red flag to them that it could be potential fraud. You have not notified them that you have this coming. SBA is the small business administration that gives money to small businesses. So I hope, I hope that makes sense for all of you all that are out there. So when your banks are seeing that come through, they're rejecting it. They're closing your account. Now they're holding your check and it may be weeks or months for you to be able to get it. That's why a lot of people are held up with the, the grant and the loan. So you got to the point where you got the approved, you got funded, it says funded in there and you're stuck, it was an error. 
because the bank account is uh, is not set up for ACH debit, is not set up to receive large bank uh, deposits. Uh, if the bank doesn't acknowledge it as a, a business bank account, so they're requiring you to set up an actual business account that has its own requirements. Okay, so you have to go back. If that has happened to you, you go back and resolve those uh, those issues. Okay, so I'm going to go through really quickly. Um, I, I I try to get everything. There's so many um, there's, there's so many go things going on. There's so many different types of questions that people ask me um, that I can't get through all of them. As I think of them, I try to to drop them in here. Uh, I see you guys comments out there. Hello to everybody. Hi. Hello. Hello. Um, she, uh, one of our viewers said she was just asked for her 45060 and she submitted it and she checks her portal daily. Checking your portal is important. And if you can't get into your portal, you need to be following up with the S call the SBA and ask them for status. Um, you know, if you keep getting, we're in process, we're in process, we have it, make sure you're asking them, do you have, have I submitted everything that you need? Ask that question. Okay. Um, and some people get confused in the portal, understand the portal has the loan, the old grant, the new grant, the new targeted and the supplemental. Okay. They have all of that. So when I went in, when I went in for my grant, I had already had my loan in there. So under the loan, if you scroll down the three, it had like three different categories of information that you submitted, verification items, right? And it was activated. Uh, and so once I clicked the submit for processing button that I have forgot to do, so if you haven't done it, do it. Once I did that, it triggered the status to change to submit it from in processing and then it grayed out those buttons. You want that to happen. Okay, because someone had emailed me about that. I, I mean, lengthy, I get lengthy emails about these the whole process. So really, if you, you know, if you have real, if you really need help, help one-on-one, -on -one, I would recommend you set up a one-on-one -on -one consultation. The link is in the description and in the show notes. Um, you know, my calendar is limited, uh, but like I said, I have been helping uh, business owners one-on-one -on -one get through the process. Why I keep struggling? If you don't know what to do, uh, you know, I'm an expert. I know how to go through the reconsideration, the reevaluation, help people overcome denials, help many people get approved and thousands get funded. Uh, so, you know, don't go stay on the struggle bus. And then we have several explainer videos, uh, available that touch on each of the, so if you don't know about reconsideration, there's a reconsideration video. If you don't know about reevaluation, how to go through that process, there's a, there's a, a expl explainer video. If you don't know how to apply for the IDLE uh, grant program, we have an explainer video where we take you step by step on how to apply uh, to the program. So go to those videos. They're free. That's why they're there. Okay. All right. Let me see if there's any other questions. I see all of you all out there. Uh, so let me just walk through some of these timelines because people ask me, okay, so how long do you read determination? There is no standard timeline the the, for the, for the grant, for the grant, uh, is 21 days is the goal that they're expected to, uh, issue a determination, whether you're approved or denied. Okay. 
if you are waiting to get, and it may be longer than that, and for many of you all, it is. If you go through reevaluation for the grant or redetermination for the loan, there is no standard turnaround time. It could be days or it can be weeks. If you are, if you have been approved, many of you are asking, okay, how long does it take from the time you get approved to the time you get funded? There is no standard turnaround time. It could be days or it can be weeks. And we know many of you that are in the pipeline is taking weeks, if not months. You know, for us, it took days. It, took, it literally took a few days. And I think our, when we... When we applied for the, the, the we we got our we got the targeted idle grant, um, and then I think I waited a couple of days. Then I sent an email because I just I just you know I'm an action taker. I sent an email, want to make sure I'm on the list for supplemental because I know I knew I was qualified for both. But I asked you, a lot of you all don't even know. Do you know? Are you 100 sure you qualify for the targeted idle advance? that you have a 30% decrease in, in gross revenue? Are you 100% sure you qualify for the supplemental and that you and that you had a 50% decrease? So if they came back at any time and said I was denied because I didn't have it, I was ready. But they didn't because I, I, I knew what to do. I knew what I suffered the loss. And it does not have to be all year. My greatest loss was in second quarter of 2020 compared to 2019. That's what they're looking at. But if you don't know your numbers, you're going to get denied. Uh, but you can overcome it if you do it the right way. That's why many people sign, get an appointment and I walk you through that process. Uh, we I haven't walked through that process in the video. So you can just go to the video on how to apply and uh, it is I walk through it step by step on how to fill it out. But you all aren't tracking your sales. You need to go what you need to go back to your PayPal, need to go back to your stripes, need to go back to your squares or your cash apps and check what you made every single month because you will have to account for what you what sales, not W-2 income, not unemployment income, and not grants. All they're asking for is your business income. What did you generate in gross sales, gross revenue in your business? through selling products and services. That's all they want. But some of you all are putting down your W-2 in, uh, income and unemployment. That is not even relevant. That's not even what they're asking for, okay? They're not even asking that for your idle loan. So make sure you're giving them the right information. So if you made an error mistake, know that you can overcome it. Just submit a request for reevaluation. Please don't just give up on the process and throw, the, throw up the white flag. Uh, if you if you believe it was an error and you really had a loss, then make sure you're calculating it correctly and resubmit. And you're gonna you're gonna they're not gonna send you a new table or a new application. You go you send it through the email with, that is in the show notes, okay? And you're gonna recreate the table in a Word document or in an Excel spreadsheet. Do it correctly and resubmit it, okay? Uh, so we have another viewer saying she got approved after her reevaluation. So you can get approved. Congratulations. After the reevaluation process. 
So thank God for the reevaluation because they didn't have it before. Before, if you if you made a mistake and they say in the email that they send to you to please be careful, double check, triple check to make sure you are providing accurate and complete information because that will be it. There is no chance for reevaluation, but now there is. Okay, so you have a chance. Okay, so we have another viewer saying that it took her a year to get her 15,000 and it was so worth it. It is. I know it was it was worth it for me. Now look what she can do with that $15,000 in her business. So I know it's going to take time, but you have to keep fighting for what no, I don't think anything comes easy. Okay? And then you can show other people. You know, and spread the word. It's so important that we spread the knowledge. Okay, uh, so another viewer is saying it's been a long struggle. She's gone back and forth. She res uh, res uh, resubmitted reevaluations, um, and she doesn't live in a low-income community. You look. I'll say this again. You need to go. You need to be contacting everybody. I would say contact your mayor, contact your council per people, contact your governor because they also need to be. They have need to have programs because they're getting billions of dollars. And what's going on? Let me let you know. You have to share your story. Those stories that you all are sharing with me, you need to be sharing that same story with your, your, your representatives. And you need to be sharing that story in an email with your congressional member and, and calling them. Leave them a, a message. Okay? You, you need to be sharing your story. Go to the news. Go to Twitter. Go to your social media, right? Share, share this video. We have to continue to spread the word to let them know how we continue to suffer and how long it's taking for these programs to get us the money that we need. Okay, just want to give a shout out to Edward. He keeps me updated. Now, he has been real resilient. He has persevered, okay? And he comes back like every, like every month or so and provides me with the update. Uh, so just want to give you a shout out here. Let me see if he's uh, given any. Okay, so he has the auto detailing. And he's a rehabilitation specialist for uh, special needs. Awesome. And he said he finally got approved for the 9,000. But he didn't get approved right away. If he had given up, he would not have that 9,000. If the other lady, uh, I think it was Dr. Sonia, if she had given up, she wouldn't have her 15,000. So you don't you don't give up on what you deserve and what you need for your business. You keep fighting to, to there's nothing else you can do. Okay, so I have an independent contractor. Uh she's going to resubmit because I still have a denial for low income. Yeah, so if you have a denial for low income, you can appeal the denial. Most likely they will come back uh, with another denial uh, of the grant because you're not in low income. The point is that we need to continue to fight for them to expand it to low income, to outside of low income communities, okay? Because there's still billions of dollars left uh, and they need to do that. And there's applicants that applied in 2020 that live outside of no income and they should get it because that's what they were supposed to get. Okay, so someone else is saying Schedule C uh, 19, 2019 and 2020 does show a huge reduction. 
Will that be what they need? Okay. So before I close out, a lot of people ask me about these tax returns. It's not enough just to compare tax returns. You have to account for, and it's not enough to just divide your tax return by 12 months. That's not going to help you. It's not. Not for the purpose of the grant. You need to know what you made every single month and account for that. Put that number in the month that it's asking for, for 2019, for 2020, and for 2021. You, that's what you have to do. Then the specialist will look at it. They will take a period of time and match it apple to apples. They would take quarter one and look at quarter of 2019, look at quarter one of 2020. Uh, is there a decrease? Yes or no. Then they will look at second quarter. They will look at third quarter and fourth quarter. One of those quarters need to show a 30% decrease, if that makes sense. If one quarter shows a 30% decrease, uh, then you you will be approved if you meet the other requirements. I hope that answers your question. And I'm glad you asked it because somebody so I had other people asking me. They think they could just take their tax return and that's enough. Uh, no, it's not because you have to account for every single month, every sing, every year, all three years up to June, up to June for 2021. All 12 months were 19 and 20. Uh, so per their map, uh, Charlie, I think, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. No, uh, they would not override it. The map, they go by the map. Uh, you can deny, you can uh, submit a denial, but I would, I would advocate, like I, I continue to say, you know, go, go past that and call your representatives. If they keep getting bombarded, they will do something. I, I, I don't care if they have to pass another bill or, or whatever they have to do to change it where everybody get access to the grant that they, they're supposed to get. Okay, for Desiree who was denied in April, did you request a reevaluation and reconsideration depending on if, you, if it was a loan or not? Okay, loan, another person, your loan is still in process. Uh, make sure too, if you have not checked in weeks and months that you call, call the SBA. They are responsive. I don't know what rep that you get and what, how knowledgeable they are, but what you can do is call. If you're just sitting waiting and you have not called in months, um, you know, that's on you. I call as soon as I can. Now I, I wait the time period that they gave, right? Like I waited, I monitor for the, the 21 days. At the time, it, when it became 21 days, I called. That's when I found out that it was something I didn't do that was causing me to, to still be waiting, right? So I was still within the 21-day tw the period, but had I not called, I would still be sitting like a lot of you all talking about the SBA is not processing my, my application, and it's you that's holding up the processing of your application. Because if it says in processing, you it needs to move to submit it. In your in your portal, and if the, if there's a button that says submit for processing that you haven't pushed it, push it, click it, click that button, and then you will it will update to submit it. That's what you want, okay? Um, so I told one of my friends she couldn't apply until the 2019s were submitted, and and that's it. People ask me, okay, what? People be asking me all kind of questions like, "Oh, I, I, what if I go get my EIN and uh, LLC now and then submit my tax?" It, it, no, nope. 
because you're still late. It will be in the in the pipeline with all the other 24,000 that have not been submitted. And you can't just go making up a bit. Just think you could just go get an EIN and an LLC. You know, there's this big hype about, oh, go get an LLC. And that's not how every business is structured, first of all. Do you even know why what, what an LLC is and why you're structured as an LLC? That's only one part of what you need to do. And not every business is structured as an LLC, by the way. There's different uh, corporate structures, the different structures or business uh, entity types. Um, and before I close out, someone asked me, uh, let me talk a uh, sole proprietor. So, because somebody asked me this question, what is the difference? What is the difference between sole proprietors? Sole proprietor means that you just started doing business. You just started making sales. You're exchanging sales for some type of currency. Okay. That is a, you, you and your business are one It's the simplest way to the structure to get started in your business. And it's the riskiest and it's the riskiest. Because you assume you, you, the person, assumes all liability for anything that happens in your business. Any litigation, any type of lawsuits is on you. They're coming after you, your personal assets. That's why it's important to structure your business where you shift liability from you to your business. Okay. And then sole proprietors, and I know a lot of them are, a lot of you are still op operating, right? And you don't think, why do I need to set up st a structure? Well, if you're looking for, until they start to expand and want to take care, take advantage of opportunities, then they get stuck because they cannot get a business partner because business partners look at that. Are you properly structured? Because they look at your risk level and other factors. Same thing if you go into a bank and you tell you go into the bank as a sole pro a proprietor, it doesn't mean you can't, <clears throat> but it means that the the the, uh, it, the the chances are very low. Okay, so I just said we stop funding sole proprietors, right? I'm an independent agent of uh, David Allen Capital. We have a new program called Bank Breezy, uh, and we've been helping a lot of people get funded. And a lot of businesses need help. They need funding right now. But the point, is, the thing is, is that you all don't have business bank accounts. You're trying to get funding. You don't have any revenues coming in. You're talking about you haven't made money uh, since 2018. And we're in 2021. And you want to get funding, right? Uh, so, you know, th th these are times that we then have to reevaluate, you know, where are we? What are we doing? What do we want to do? What are our goals? Start writing them down uh, and, and move forward that way and take action. Have a strategy for what you want to do. Have a goal. And then what is your strategy to get there? You know, how much funding do you need? What do you need it for? These are questions that every fu every funder is going to ask, Right. You need to know. You need to be able to know that. Uh, if your Schedule C is filed under your personal name, that doesn't matter. Uh, that that doesn't matter uh, for the purpose of the of this uh, the idle program. Okay, what matters is you have business uh, income that you can show a decrease. So someone I, too, I work with didn't have any income any income in 2019. What that what does that mean? You don't qualify for the grant because you didn't make any money. Right? There's nothing to compare to. You didn't make money in 2019. It's not a bad thing. It just means you don't qualify. Okay? Uh, Marie, my appointments uh, are vary uh, depending on what appointment are you looking for. 
So feel free to shoot us an email at hello at shebosstalk.com and we will send you any answer any of your questions, send you the information and links uh, to where to schedule an appointment. Or you can just go to the link in the show notes and see the price, it will come up. Okay, so okay, uh, there are a lot of questions here. I think I, oh, I answered the majority of them. I will follow up after this broadcast. Uh, and continue to engage and answer your questions. But again, don't get, give up, keep the faith, <clears throat> keep at it, but make sure you're taking action on behalf of yourself and your business. Use your power, use your voice uh, to make action happen. That's the only way change happens. Um, and you know, continue to spread the word, share our videos, share our channel, uh, share the information, let your peers know. Uh, ask them what they're doing, how they're doing, and let them know that these programs are out here and exist and how to go apply. If you don't know specifics, point them to this channel and let them know. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, continue to be the boss with Amplified Impact and continue to stay safe and in good health. Have a wonderful day.